Welcome to the debug log number 14. This is Andrew, and I'm currently recording this intro on my way to work. And I thought that was appropriate because this episode is full of recordings we made a few weeks ago at Night Boston 2015. While we were there, we took a recorder, and as we walked out of some of the talks, and after we met some people and met some of the fans of the show, we recorded our first impressions and what we thought of the show as it was going on. And then when we got back to Atlanta, we recorded a final wrap-up of all the events. So if you have any inkling about the inkling to know what goes on at Unite, and you might want to go next year and you want to hear what it's all about, then this is the episode for you. So without further ado, this is the Debug Log, episode 14. What the hell was that? Somebody just zip up their zipper? I <laughs> <laughs> wasn't listening. <laughs> it sounded like a You're zipping a up a rubber suit or something. A <laughs> <laughs> rubber suit. What is occurring? Hmm? What's happening? Right now? Yeah. We're waiting for Abina. No, I said I'm ready. I'm ready. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> Wait, now I gotta go do something. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> You're listening to the Debug Log, a podcast about Unity game development. My name's Andrew Curring. I'm Obino Parra. I'm Zach Schneider. (laughs) And I'm Eduardo Castillo Fernandez. Oh, man. (laughs) Wow. Is my delay really long? No, no, no. I was just laughing because I don't know why. Because it's weird. It's awkward. We haven't done this in a couple of weeks, guys. Yes. We've been off because I'm we, so were at, <laughs> we were at Unite. We've had people clamoring for a new episode, which we released. <laughs> just kidding. A whole I'm, three I'm, people. I'm, I'm being an ass. Sorry. No. <laughs> um, this episode's a special one. And we basically, while we were at Unite, when we had the time, we kind of forgot about it later on. But um, we re- did some recording there of our our up to the minute, you know, reactions after certain talks and after certain days. So we're, we're going to go through those clips and play those. And they're also at the end going to wrap it up and talk about the stuff we liked in the third day and uh, just the experience overall. So it's like our travel log episode. Yes. Right. It's yes. exciting stuff. It was Woo-hoo. exciting. There it is. Great. Great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, go. Here we are, the debug log, Sands, Ryan. We're outside in the John B. Haynes, whatever. It's outside the... Yeah, Unite looking to have a fantastic view outside. And we just walked out of the keynote. So, you guys, you excited? Yes, we're definitely excited. Absolutely. Um, you want to go first, Zach? <laughs> yeah, talk about something. Um, I mean, it was really... Uh it's actually a pretty long keynote. They had a whole lot of features that they uh, announced for uh, 5.3. They were talking about uh, some of the new updates they're going to have for 5.2. Uh, some really awesome 2D features, I think. Um, I mean, I, I know uh, we're here with uh, Deanna, one of our artists from uh, from our office, and she's squeaking the whole time, yeah. getting real excited about some of those features. Uh, anybody want to talk about it? Well, we'll be honest about it. Uh, what? No, go ahead. I was just going to say, yeah, those 2D features are... I'll, I'll get down to the 2D part. The 2D features are really cool because they um, 
they talked about having like scaling up tile textures with actually objects and stuff. I actually have games that I want to make now that my little golf game and other ones like, oh, I can just make that now where it's variable. So did they did they say that's now? It's at five point two or no? Is yeah, that where they're maybe working, maybe on? working on? For December. So yeah, that was one of the things I was most excited about. That kind of I was kind of drowsy just because they were so tired, and that actually woke me up. Yeah. Another another thing that I really liked was uh, they were talking about city skylines, which we actually featured in our interview with uh, Mark Schnagel, and how they were doing the mass simulation of like characters and how it renders an or occlusion or the occlusion stuff. Uh, so it would render like up to six hundred. Um, actual characters in the scene at a time without, you know, tanking performance, which is kind of crazy. Um, outside of that, one another, another thing I liked was, uh, oh, yeah, Unity Cloud Build is now free and available uh, for, like, multiple platforms, for Windows, for, yeah, Windows, Linux, uh, Mac OS, and, of course, you know, iOS and, and Android. So that, that's going to be crazy to see what we can do. I know we're definitely going to use it personally in our personal projects and at work, so I'm excited about that, so... Yeah, in my side, <clears throat> I got super, super, super excited with now Unity is going to create um, in our purchases in the editor. That's awesome. That's another service that they're going to, to include. Um, another awesome analytics. feature, yeah, in the analytics is just um, integration in the editor, any code involved. That's, that's big. Um, what else? Oh, they're making the 2D tools uh, smarter. So now you don't have to worry as much in the little details, but now you can focus on productivity. That's little, sorry. Go ahead, Ovina. No, there's just one more thing that I was about to get excited about is that was um, as a marketing standpoint, what they're trying to push is the uh, the whole marketing made with Unity campaign. Uh, yeah. um, so that's going to come oh, yes. come in handy for all the indie developers out there that need to get more exposure. So you can actually go on there and create like. Your own, almost almost like a, a Kickstarter for Unity, like a little page. Not really Kickstarter, like, but like a, like a Facebook page. Like a Facebook, yeah. Page, a Facebook like a, yeah, a community page or a business page for Google Plus or Facebook. Right. But you do that on the Unity website, so people can discover you a lot more easier, a lot easier for your game and for your business. Like there's the game page and there's also the business page. So you set one up for your studio and for the game, which is really cool. And I love what they're trying to do with that in that direction. So that's really cool. Yeah, they are setting up a website where you can tell your story. That's how they call it. Yeah, yeah. And you can uh, get exposure and people play your game. So we're really excited about that. Anything else? You excited about lunch? Oh, heck yeah. That was pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to say that. <laughs> so we're about to head to our first round of talks. I think we're all splitting up. What? Yeah. So we will we'll keep checking back in and so field report. What? Oh, yeah, we can talk about like um, this might be a little too much. But we talk about the people that we've met already. We've met with uh, James C. Martin who did MobileCap. Uh, we also Mark Schonagel. Mark Schonagel. We saw him at the keynote. Um, a lot of fans that we've met uh, over the past yeah. day or so. Ryan Selvin. Last night at the party, yeah. Adam, Adam Smith, who actually works at Unity, right. uh, listens oh, to yeah. our show. He's a community manager yeah. for some of the big titles like Blizzard and and uh, Blizzard and Blizzard. And Blizzard. <laughs> yeah, we actually the first few people that were actually we've been we all wore our shorts yesterday and we had people to recognize like four or five people actually came up and recognized the show. So that's actually Super pretty fun. crazy. So Ryan came in the bat. It was kind of awkward because Ryan came into the bathroom. He was like, "Game of the week," <laughs> and we were like, "What is?" <laughs> and we started to shake hands in the bathroom. It was like, "Let's just stop for now. Let's, let's stop. <laughs> we'll do this let's later." Out of the bathroom. No. Yeah. 
So, all right, so we'll be gone. We'll come back for another field report. Out. <laughs> all right, we just walked out of our first talk. It was process pipeline performance, a super blunt tech art direction crash course for indies. That was a That's mouthful. That was the one that I, I wanted. I requested, or we talked about on our preview. That's what I was excited about. So we went to go see that. Did it live up to the hype? Uh, it did. It did. He actually gave a lot of good information. That that was Anton Hand from Rust Limited, um, but he gave a lot of good information as far as like um, your process, how to improve on performance. I remember even on our uh, Facebook group, our Debug Lounge, someone was asking about like optimization and performance. Um, I, I think they were kind of catering to mobile, but this guy talked about everything as far as performance, like what you can do, like uh, as far as, you know, even like 3D art topology versus, you know, all that kind of stuff. So he talked a lot about performance in that. Um, one of the things I liked a lot was about how he focused on indie developers and, um, you know, managing process or managing tasks and stuff like, and how to paralyze tasks. So that way, like if, especially in indie development, some people are not working, like, are working on tasks, but are blocked by something else. Like, you know, a texture artist is blocked by a modeler not giving them the model. So having them, you know, having, providing them tasks to work on outside of that initial task that they can continue working on. So it's all paralyzed, and you're still getting work done. So that's, that was a, a nice tip that he offered as far as pipeline goes. So at least that's the part I really like. Yeah, his had a, he had like a, his is definitely one of the ones we had to go back and watch and like actually take notes of because every one of his slides had about eight different things, especially towards the end where he just started going, you need to do this and this and this thing. It's like, oh, those are all good tips, but you can't actually keep track of it for the future. Do you like it, Eduardo? Um, yeah, I like it a lot. Um, one thing that got my attention was that he talks about the, how to manage your team. And I never heard anyone um, talking about that. Oh, yeah. We talked about burnout and stuff. Yeah. yeah, he says that you have to make sure that you offer the possibility for your team to grow as developers or designers or whatever they are and make sure that they don't burn out making the same thing for months or, or years. So that was interesting for me. You got anything, Zang? Yeah. Uh, Besides your headache you have right now? <laughs> um, he talked uh, a lot about um, uh, like time estimations at the beginning, and I really enjoyed that, that portion. Uh, especially the fact that he says at the beginning of projects, it's really, really hard to time estimate things because you don't really have an idea of all, all the stuff that's going to need to go into making it. So you can give a good ballpark estimate, but there's no really hammering out those those really detailed time estima uh, estimations, which uh, uh, seems to be what everybody wants at the very beginning. But you really just have to kind of get into the project before you can get those. So I thought that was really, really helpful. Cool. So all right. First one, start off with a bang. Now on to the next. All right, we're here with Deanna, one of the artists we work with. I have to say <laughs> She just walked out of... Advanced Global Illumination. So did you like it? Yes. It was good. I wish it had even more examples and information about just how you do stuff with it. But it was good. I mean, it was very in informative. I mean, there's a lot of people that um, talk about what's really behind... You know the product that's inside of Unity, like because they're using uh, uh, I don't know what it's called. I already it's like, forgot. It's like it was very technical at first, but they showed the game Pamela. I don't know if you guys saw it. It had really cool lighting inside. Yeah. So. Oh, was it like a shooter? It's like a sci-fi. Yeah, but the first person game. Yeah, but they presented how you know, like you know, there were a lot of screenshots from the thing, like how it was done. You know, just kind of. I definitely. Definitely learned what kind of stuff that I want to try next in our 
you know, just in terms of what lighting to use, how to bake, what stuff to bake, what stuff not to bake, stuff like that. So that's good. I liked it. See, that was easy. <laughs> Thank you. All right, here we are, day two. Noticeably tired, more tired than yesterday. Um, we didn't check back in. We did some more talks in the afternoon. Do you guys remember, Eduardo, the talks you had yesterday afternoon? Yesterday afternoon, uh, you're, there were like three talks yesterday afternoon. Be more specific. No. Are, there, yeah, are, there any, are there any talks that you liked yesterday afternoon? Let me see. Uh, yesterday... Um, um, yesterday, give me a second, guys. Uh, talk to, to Zachary. Zachary, yesterday, what are the talks you like in the afternoon? Uh, I don't think I went to. Uh, I, I skipped one of the uh, one of the talk sessions so that I could uh, go walk around the expo room, um, and then we uh, went to the uh, not the expo room, but the is it just the the game demo room, the showcase. There we go. I went to the showcase. We checked out a couple games. We saw um, uh, Cluster Puck '99. Cluster Puck. Cluster Puck. <laughs> it was really really. Uh, if for, if for, it, it's a simple game, but it was incredibly engaging. Uh, it was almost like uh, those old uh, NHL 99 games, you know, like on Sega Genesis or, you know, some of the older consoles. Uh, yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. Um, I was sitting there playing with the, the two developers, and uh, Andrew was there, too. Obina was there. Uh, yeah, Obina was there, and he decided to insult everyone and, you know, tell them, oh, that's kind of fun, you know. But uh, that's just Obina. He's kind of a negative person. Um, but uh, as for the talks, we went. We we had to. We skipped that uh, the first half of the thirty-minute talk, and then the second one we went to. What was it called, Andrew? Ad ones. Oh, ads. Yes, the one I was really looking forward to. Uh, how to not piss off your players with ads. It was. Uh, it was pretty helpful. Yeah. Um, it really showed how to make uh, ads not necessarily uh, like a. Oh crap! I have to go watch this ad now. To adding, uh, making it a, uh, a not not integral, making it a, a mechanic in your game. So people want to go watch these ads in order to get uh, loot or coins or whatever. Um, it was it, it was it was a pretty good talk. I mean, it, it could have uh, like the first half of it was a little slow. And then the, uh, they switched uh, talkers, and the, the second guy was uh, a lot Mike more Mikey guy. Yeah. yeah, he was he was very um, knowledgeable and very personable, yeah. so it was a lot easier to listen to. And I think Obina has something yeah, to say. Yeah, I was just saying, uh, my guy is actually the guy that does the uh, tutorials on Unity. He does a lot of those tutorials, like um, the live sessions uh, where you can register. Um, hey, so outside of that, I did I went to that, uh, that PBR workflow one with uh, Allegro Mythmic. Uh, which is really good. Did I? It, no, like physically based rendering. <laughs> yeah, yeah, has been ruined. But yeah, I, I did that um, session. That was really good too. Just getting to see uh, they use a substance painter and substance designer in that one, and they actually released uh, a new, I guess, service. It's going to be called uh, Substance Share, which is like you're sharing all of your. So it was like a whole bunch of free. Um, yeah, recipes and materials that's available on their website. So, you know, back in the day, it's like their asset store for substance painter or substance right. designer. So, you might get them on the ship. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We talked to them and we talked to their vice president, Alexis. Uh, I forgot his last name. Um, but we talked to him and they were interested in getting on the show. So, hopefully, in the future, we have an episode that, you know, features some substance painter and 
you know, some of those guys. So that's it. That's me. Yeah. We just got out of real quick. Hold on. We just got out today of the, the Pamela guy, that game that oh, yeah, the and they, they use that the same thing, right? They only use, do they use some of that stuff? Yeah. Stuff? yeah. So that, that was really cool. That, that game actually, we actually probably should talk to that guy. That's could be a feature game of the week. Cause that, that looks really neat. It's like all Bioshock, but like it's Bioshock plus Mass Effect, but very working magic. You have another game of the week? Yes, it's called um, Wait For It. Wait For It. <laughs> right in my face. I got it. It's called um, Anamorphine. Uh, and, and they have a, I mean, the problem is, yeah, yeah, it's in the showcase, but they're not going to come out for a little while. Uh, but they're going to be released on Steam, and I guess eventually on consoles. Is that a music game? Yeah, it's like a, it's like music explore exploration game, um, and like the way they designed the game is amazing. Like you could be looking at, oh, well, I, I can't give it away because that's like part of the part of the experience. You have to play it to experience it. But I guess as they come along, I, we actually wanted to get them on the show as well because that's a really cool game and really good design. Um, so yeah, hopefully in the future we can get them guys on and really feature them as a game of the week. Can I speak now? Oh, thank you. My audience is waiting for me. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, guys. Um, yesterday, at uh, 4 p.m., uh, I got the schedule here. I went to the five most known design strategies for better VR games with Nicole Lazaro. She's a um, game developer and psychologist. She studies the um, psychology behind the games and, and, the, and the game players, how their face react to the different um part of the game um, that's really amazing and she talked about um, different factors that you have to have in mind when developing uh, a VR game like the comfort of your application so your your players doesn't get sick um, you also have to grab their attention and she mentions that uh, a good strategy for that is <coughs> to give them a clue to where they have to go, like with the trail and stuff like that. Um, the different type of controls that you can use and integrate your uh, UI in your world instead of having just you know, some numbers in the screen. Uh, different type of emotions in, in your game and uh, also the fun nested engagement loops is how she calls them. It's like different stages of fun that people experience when playing games. Like the inner circle is an easy fun and micro loop that allows them to play like five minutes and stuff like that. But the the goal for us as game developers is like take them out of that with hard fun main loop that takes them, uh, makes them play for longer times. So that was my favorite talk yesterday. Um, uh, we have the, we have her uh, for an interview. We have her for an interview. So so yeah. And oh my gosh, I wasn't going to talk about that, but okay, you got me. Um, yesterday yesterday we talked the um, Unity CEO. Uh, we also have an interview with the uh, the CTO. Is the CTO? Yeah. He's tech director. That's his official title. Uh, yeah, Lucas Mayer is uh, the tech director at Unity, so that's his official title. I think he came in 2009. Yeah. He's been working there. Yeah, and um, he's going to give us an interview, too. Uh, and we also have an interview with Pete Moss. He's uh, uh, yeah, 
they, they call him the VR dude. So he was excited to give us a, an interview about uh, a more in-depth VR episode. So we're really, right. really excited about that. People. And all the other evangelists. Yeah. So, so far it's about like, <laughs> like six, three or four out of the six people that talked at the keynote we might have interviews with. So that's pretty cool. So anyways, we're going to go to the rest of our talks. We're going to have lunch. Talk to uh, Jonathan... Uh, what's his last name? Uh, from the lounge? Linowes? Yeah, yeah. Actually gave us a 3D printed duck, which is really cool. So yeah. we talked to him about some version control stuff. and a fellow podcaster, too. Yeah, fellow fellow podcaster. with his, And just actually published a book, uh, VR Unity. Was it VR and Unity or something like that? Virtuality and Unity. Uh, he just posted it on, on Amazon. Maybe we'll put that in the show notes whenever we release that so we'll interview him too we have like 80 interviews set up (laughs) no more content from us we don't have to think ever again all right well we'll that's it for now see you later all right we're back from our second round of talks from day two unite 2015 um obina what's up yes so i just finished going uh to a talk with Eduardo and uh, Deanna, who's another one of our coworkers that we've probably talked about plenty of times before. Uh, it was about enhancing your VR experience on mobile. Um, and actually, we, you know, we talked to Carl Kalawart, who's actually the global, uh, I guess, lead evangelist at Unity. Uh, also, there was like Roberto Lopez Mendez, who's the, I guess, CEO at ARM, or one of the, I guess he's one of the, I think he's CEO of ARM. But anyway, they were just talking about, you know, optimizing your experience on VR. Um, and we talked to both of them even after the show and uh, both Roberto and Carl were like really interested in jo- joining us on the show and, and talking about that you know what to do when designing VR games um, as far as you know I think we've even we, we touched on a lot of that stuff in our VR episode but they really went into depth on it and that's something that we feel like you know listeners on the show will really appreciate so I'm excited to get them on the show eventually uh, we'll reach out to them soon um, but you know until then Anyway, so here's uh, Andrew. <laughs> Tell me. Thank you. Uh, I, I cede the floor to Andrew. Thank you. <laughs> Your motion's passed. <laughs> um, I went to a couple of two like, mini-talks. One was, uh, it was called A Little Math for Your Big Ideas. And it was Ziba Scott. He's from this company called Pop Cannibal. They're the ones that make that girls like robots. Or, it was like a little puzzle game. But then they also had um, Elegy for Dead World. It's like a unique game. You've seen that. And then they have another one about something water floating it's in the it's in the showcase i actually want to go see it after this but he um he just had a making that new game they had to figure out how to do some like water buoyancy stuff and so he just and actually they figured it out and there's a plug-in that i can get like a free version of but it's a plug-in for water like volume buoyancy but uh, speaking, of, speaking of plugins, I, I forgot to mention this but the the whole vr guys at arm they have like um if you go to their website, which I might put on the, the uh, show notes, but their website, they have a whole bunch of their assets and where they wrote custom shaders that we can just readily, you know, anyone can download. They have, like, a lot of reflection stuff, a lot of, you know, highly optimized uh, shaders that they've done, all custom, that work really well in Unity. So I'll definitely put, try to put that in the show notes um, and look on their site. But Yeah, and not only that, um, I talked to... Um, what's his name? Roberto Lopez Mendez, um, one of the speakers, yeah. And he gave me um, like a, a barcode, a barcode with the uh, <laughs> so you can download the ARM guide for Unity developers, where you can download the code for all the optimizations that they made. It's really awesome. They go really in depth in in how to optimize your game, your VR experience for mobile games, uh, and I don't know. 
Yeah, we'll I see. I think we'll we, see. I, I think we kind of interrupted uh, Andrew there. My bad. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Louise, guys. Anyways. Get excited. <laughs> that talk was good because, I mean, it was like just about Vector kind of stuff. But he, you know, we, we, we keep talking about how we want to give start giving talks maybe next year, talk here, do some sessions. But the two that I saw are actually really good. He was really funny. Zeba, I guess that's how you pronounce the name. And then right after that, they had a cool talk. These two guys, they work for um, Freema, and they build smart toys. So they're talking about, like, putting, like, Arduinos into, like, and, like, gyros into, like, um, actual, like, usually you see the stuff where, like, you're controlling something, like, with the iPad or something. This is the opposite. This is, like, you have a little model car, but in the game, you can just manipulate the model car, and in the game, it moves. So it's almost like a controller, a motion controller. It's, like, stuff like that. I forget. And they are really cool, but they had a lot of funny... Like, they had a funny, like, um, talk, because they, they introduced themselves, and, they're, like, one was, like, Sylvester Stallone, and one's, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger. They had, like, these little nicknames. And they were talking through all this step-by-step of what you need to get started. You need to get these Arduino circuits. You need to do all this stuff. And they're like, and when you start getting into the software side, really, we found the best engines Unreal. And they had this big Unreal graphic and this stuff. And they're like... And then the guy just took he took the thing from him. He's like, no. And it went to the next thing. It said Unity. He's like, don't listen to him anymore. It was like, so it was pretty. They had a pretty, they had like a kind of a comedy bit worked out in between them. But it was funny. There's a lot of, that's the kind of stuff you come here for that I you know, wasn't necessarily looking forward to at the beginning. But you watch it and it was like, oh, that's pretty cool. They're using it for that. So I think that's pretty cool. Zach's in line to try to get free stuff from Google. Uh, yeah, yeah, the Project Tangled tablet, which is uh, interesting, actually, tablet that is like scans and, and I guess brings in a whole, I guess, the real world space and puts it in 3D or whatever, which is really cool. Uh, <laughs> that may have been a terrible description of it, because uh, maybe I don't know what I'm talking Zach about. Yeah, Zach, Zach will tell us about it, because <laughs> it's going to be like a toaster, yeah, and I got it all least, wrong. Or so. like three times the same talk. Uh, yeah, yeah, oh, that's yeah. true. It's going to be burned. Yeah, so it should be good. We'll let Zach talk about all of that stuff and what he's experiencing with the Project Tango. All right, so um, signing off. Unite 2015. Debug log out. Into the future. We are back two weeks later. Um, like I said, we we forgot that after we you know after the amazing time we kept having, we forgot to keep recording. So <laughs> <laughs> now we're gonna wrap up uh, the end of the second day and the third day and just kind of our overall experiences. So what what happened in the the rest of that time that you guys liked? But talks or anything did you find interesting? Well, the one thing that I, I found interesting actually, which I called on our you know previous episode about the you know the pre unite thing and what talks we wanted to see, and that was the uh, you know the shaders you can do it talk with uh, Yilmaz. Uh, I think that was the name. Um, but yeah, he just went through, uh, he went through, a, a, I guess, a shader example, a couple of shader examples, you know. Like a standard shader, right? Yeah, like the standard shader, going from like basic shaders, like, and, and you know, just turning on an alpha channel and stuff like that, or transparency. And you just walk through those steps and, 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 you know, try to, I guess, walk through what each piece of the shader did, you know, how to name the shader, how to, you know, how the placement in, in Unity, and, and then also how to access those, you know, those, I guess, what's the word properties of uh, of a material so that was that was really cool to see him do that and walk us through how to write your own shader and then you know he gave a lot of resources at the end to you know to go revisit later so that i mean that was a really cool talk and interesting to do or interesting to read or watch <laughs> yeah you could only you could only do like 
I think we were there. No, I was, I saw that one. And you, you can only do so much like in an hour. And he was, he was booking. Yeah, he really stuff. was. <laughs> he went yeah. through like five shaders in like five minutes. And I was like, yeah. that, that one kind of got weird in the middle of it though, because he was good. But then like, he's, I don't think this is probably a good idea. He like opened up for questions the entire time. So he's like booking through it. And then people are like, uh, why are you doing that? What's happening? He's yeah, like, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. Just do this. And yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he did, he did provide some extra insight. Like as far as right. I think he did some like, uh, with, uh, particularities or with the uh, PlayStation, I think PlayStation consoles, like you can only do something with the play. I can't remember exactly. It, it's going to be on. The oh website. yeah. Just with a different graphics card. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So yeah, he, he, I mean, he knew his stuff. So it was, it was good to see, him walking well, through all that stuff. So, yeah, and like we talked about before, I didn't, we didn't know it was going to be that. We just thought he was talking about shaders. Yeah, yeah. But it what ended up being like our favorite kind of thing or talk like we're talking about tutorials online, where you just watch somebody because he was making mistakes and making typos and doing stuff like well, what? Okay, that's error. That's what I need to do. Yeah, there. yeah. So it's like he was, and in the end, he got it all to work and he got a applause. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> out of that. But I thought, it, I mean, it did what it's supposed to do. It because you can't teach that an hour, but I think it helped. It made you like, inspire. Like, oh, that seems like. Easy yeah, to it start didn't, with it seemed can, doable. It's, yeah, that's I guess that's the whole point. It's just like you know, shaders seem doable, and and doing and manipulating different objects is not that hard if once you get to learn it. And when, and you don't have to learn like like he was talking about. You don't have to pull out a whole OpenGL book and read through it from from front to back to start writing shaders. So, right, that's another thing so. you try to get. So that was good. So definitely be something we can deep dive in, maybe do some tutorials. Exactly. I really wish I would have been able to see that one. I'm, I'm actually pretty interested in, in watching some of those uh, the, in creating my own shaders. Um, why, did, but why, I was, why couldn't uh, you see that? Where were you? Because I was stuck in line at Project Tango. <laughs> uh, I sat there for about three hours. What is Project Tango? Okay. Um, it's, uh, I guess, a, is it a Google initiative? I guess, uh, I guess in a, a, a device. Something. Um, that they're using. It's like a small um, Android tablet that has, uh, I think it has a laser in the back of it and a camera, and they use it as like an AR, VR platform. Um, but I, so I had to go and sit in line in order to get my free Tango tablet um, for about three hours. Not and, quite uh, free because you had to sit there for hours. And hours. I mean, hey, I'm going to be <laughs> yeah. there anyways. Don't mess with Zach. Yeah. He'll get his free Exactly. <laughs> oh, Wait, yeah. you said free? Let me stand in line. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Zach was uh, up for sensation like seven times. Good. What was that? <laughs> That's aside. Listen to that presentation like seven times in the same <laughs> day. Well, that was the worst and best part of it because you got really got to see what what it does. But after about the ninth time going through it, you're like, okay, please stop. Just, well, just stop the video. Like, he's working for Google. <laughs> yeah. like, what happened? Like, <laughs> um, but it's actually really really cool. I think one of the coolest things uh, that I've done with it is it, there's a um, uh, it's Vox IR is the the app name. And you can actually use the Tango to scan the room and it creates voxels um, everywhere where the laser hits in, in the, the field of view. And so you can actually create a, a 3D model of the room that you're in to scale. Um, yeah, it's it, wild. It, it's, it's really, really cool. Uh, and then once you uh, upload it to their website, it'll uh, do all the smoothing and stuff on it. And it, it looks pretty cool. It's not quite... Um, there yet like because it's only about i think it's one voxel per like two centimeters um and once you push it to the website it doesn't get uh all that resolution in there but it's still i feel like that'd be a great tool for artists and and creating that uh a really good scaled um scene or to block out an area real quick yeah 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 i thought that was neat they also had a really cool on the other side of their booth they had that demo where 
<laughs> that also interests you too, where they have the, these Nerf guns, those modded Nerf guns. Yeah. And they had one of them mounted. They had one of the, the tablets mounted, like where the sights are. And it was like a game, like almost a shooting gallery game. But you could like, I guess they you shot little cans and you had to dodge these pies, but it was all just based on, you know, I guess it's on that a- app, right? Yeah. yeah well, it's actually, app. they haven't released that game yet. Okay. So that was just a demo. But so you, you're in the shooting gallery and you're shooting at like a train going by, it's popping up targets and then they throw pies at you. And it's not just like, oh no, let me lean out of the way of the pie. You actually have to physically move to your left, like take three steps to miss the pie that's coming at you. Mm-hmm. So it really got you like active in the space. It was pretty cool. Yeah, I liked it a lot. When I played it, I was like, damn, it keeps the, the position of the objects in, in, the, in the real world and you have to move. That was yeah, what I, first, that yeah, I actually had to move. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure Eduardo did too, and I did too. I'm like, I'm not going to do this. I just kind of <laughs> moved the gun. Like when the pie would come, I was like, yeah, whatever. I'm just going to look to the left. I'm like, uh-uh. Like you kind of have to like duck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, I have to look like a goofball to do this. But okay, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, I think after that, uh, I think I only went to one other talk. Um, uh, I think it was the uh, the audio talk the next morning, uh, last day. And that was like actually super interesting. Um, I'm not going to pretend like I understood everything he was talking about, <laughs> but I really, uh, I didn't realize Unity had such a, such a verbose uh, audio mixing. Uh, it's like a mixer. Yeah, it was really, really cool. You probably understood more of it than I did, Andrew. Well, watching that, I was like, I didn't realize how much stuff I was like, I could mix the podcast in the <laughs> Unity now because there's so many... They were talking about like this cool stuff, like the real-time DSP effects, like with the reverb and and you don't think about that, but it's like, oh, that's cool for a game. Like, cause you have a character walking and talking in a hallway and then they walk out into like a cathedral or something. And the, you know, the dynamics that audio changed. I was like, that's yeah. neat. That's, I mean, I don't, we don't have a game like that right now, but I think that's a really <laughs> cool like application for that. Yeah. And he, I think uh, one of his demos, he actually took uh, like a, somebody just talking normally and they put it through a, a few different, uh, oh, yeah, little like modifiers and made it sound like it's coming out of a walkie talkie. So it's pretty, yeah. Cool. And, that, and those are all just as effects. And th- yeah, that's true. And they did that, which is really cool. And then they, they showed some examples of like in games, like, um, which is an interesting thing. I'd love to interview somebody on the show that's done this or composer that's done soundtracks like this scores where they have like layered, you know, like they're, where it's like dynamic scoring for games. So it's like, even like a game like Halo or some of those ones where you like, you get it, like the music's a normal pace and then you get into action and it starts layering in more yeah, intense. Yeah. And then it goes it's back like down. It's mod project. I think I used yeah, that when I was in school. It's yeah. not, yeah. Like those things that are not like, it's not just changing songs. It's like changing layers and adding intensity and then bringing it back down. It's a, it's like a very fluid audio mm-hmm. system. And he was showing examples how you could build things like that in Unity. I was like, that's cool. Yeah. I think that'd be really neat. Well, with the, the, the afternoon before that second day, we went to, we stayed at the talks we wanted to go to were like, there were four in a row in the same room. So it means you were just sat there for two hours and that was not fun. But one of them was, um, one of them we went to is called this make your games juicy. And I like that concept the, the stuff they did. I like that guy. He's like, yeah, the, you like the you, concept, but you don't like the adjective. Yeah. Juicy. I like to say crunchy. <laughs> and And the stuff he did was just like, it was, it was almost like, it's stuff that we preach all the time. So it wasn't like, Oh, okay, thanks. This is a good talk. You should be doing that. But we didn't get any like kind of more, you know, it was a little bit, it wasn't as intermediate, like as I wanted to be, because I wanted to start talking about a little more layered stuff, but it was fine. It was good. It's good to be spreading the word on that stuff. And, yeah, um, yeah, but the project wasn't, wasn't that great either. The what? 
the project, the final project wasn't. Yeah, and it was a demo thing. And I get it because really what he's, but they were, who they're talking to is like, I mean, you've seen a lot of just games that we put out or don't have a lot of team behind them and then you put them out and there's just, it's very lackluster as far as effects and hovers and animations. And I, I think what he did showed some people probably out there like, oh yeah, it really does make a difference. I mean, he really did it to the extreme, like putting animations and particle effects, but I always like seeing the difference from a very static, you know, game you whipped up in 10 minutes, the code for, or having craziness going on. But that was okay. After that, they had a, they had a talk with another Univangelist from like the UK one, I guess, European one. And he, um, Andy was his name. What was his? I don't know. We need to, we should research. Um, <laughs> should have prepared. <laughs> we talked to him and met him. We, have, we might have him on the show because we wanted to come on the show and talk about upcoming unity stuff. And what he talked about there was an upcoming unity, the 2d stuff. And I had no idea going into this and we saw this in the keynote and I think we mentioned it before in our recordings, but there's like dynamic systems for 2d texturing, like tiling. And it basically comes down to, if you're making like a platformer, this like you can almost like automatic platformers, you know, with the texturing. And so just very cool systems and like animated sprite systems and smart sprites it, is what they called them. Right? Yeah. The smart sprite. Well, that's, but, they don't know officially mm-hmm. if they want to call it. Right. That, but <laughs> I mean, it's a good name. They should stick with it. It's yeah. a good name. I like it. Smart sprites. But it was just neat. It's just like they they really are doubling down in that direction too on that all the two D stuff. And it, I was actually surprised by in the keynote and blown away by what he showed us. I was like, oh, that's cool. I already had like I had five other game ideas in my head. It's like, oh, I could make that game now, and it wouldn't be a pain in the ass anymore, you know. Hmm. So that was cool. And I think he that presentation, his just delivery was the best out of any I saw the entire time because he was just super excited and funny like the whole time. And so I appreciated that because a lot, a lot of times we went to them, they're really good. And, you know, that's why, like we mentioned before, sometimes programmers aren't the most dynamic speakers, <laughs> you know, developers, but they give a lot of good content. It's just, he was excited. He was like Mark, you know, super excitable and stuff. Right. So. Yeah, he was, he was super good. But not only that, the content was awesome. I mean, right. all he presented was like, oh, now it's going to be the, the good part. It was like, right, right. there's oh, yeah. more? He kept, he kept doing a funny thing where people were like, he'd show stuff and people were like, yeah, and they clap. And he just kept going, okay, now I'm going to show you something actually good. And he's like, he kept like throwing away that and like, and he'd get to the end of it. Like, that's amazing. He's like, all right, now we're going to get to the good stuff. He just kept <laughs> amping it up. So it was a, it was fun. Yeah. That was the best presentation at Unite. Definitely. And then that night, we actually went into the awards, right? With Mark hosting. <laughs> and that was fun. Yeah, yeah the bear update. Really good. Yeah, yeah. He gave a, a brief update on his bear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm. I think... Th- we were up in... I can't remember. Did we Did we call the uh, the Unity Game of the Year? The S- Skyline? Yeah, did we call it? He did. No, I mean, in our, in our last ga- or our last episode, I think we mm-hmm. did. I think we said it was that or Kerbal. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's it, true. I think. And Kerb- but it, Kerbal won a couple too, so that was interesting. That was good. Yeah, it was a it's a fun awards. It, it was we were up front and center. <laughs> the oh thing. yeah, we really were. But <laughs> we're other dorks. Exactly. <laughs> look at me. Look at me. But it was fun. It was, it was nice. And then that night we had a fun party. Ugh. They rented out. Uh, Zach didn't want to talk about the party (laughs) because he can't remember. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this is this is a sell for people. This this is a sell for people going to unite because last year we talked about they had a party and we talked to people and it was a great time, an opportunity to talk to people. And basically, last year is this cool museum, but it's just a big room, you know, and bar and stuff. This year they rented out this incredible place. It's like a three level like activity place. One level was just pool tables and a bar. One table level was like a dance level that we did not go down to and the other level was a bowling alley 
and then a bunch of just lounge areas. It was awesome. Yeah. Like it was really nice and cool. And so we, we kind of cruised around there and talked to people. Then we just bowled for a couple hours. Yeah. That's always a fun night. That's always good. Just give nerds a lot of stuff to do. I think that was a great setting for that. And yeah, people that were really more comfortable. Good. So after we got Zach home from the hospital, we the next day we <laughs> <laughs> from his IV. <laughs> after we got his stomach pump. I wouldn't exactly. mind it, the IV. I'm just saying. Oh man. So the last day we went to yeah, we we went to the audio talk and that was pretty good. And then we kind of didn't I didn't go to any more talks that day. Cause then we went to the expo because we met we met one of our friends we know from here and we talked to him, but then th- they were doing this event the entire time. We had talked to Microsoft, the table the day before, right? Yeah. We also talked right. to them. Actually, at we that, talked uh, to one of the, the reps, party. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Party. We were bowling. With Actually, he, we he added me on LinkedIn. People. I got to make sure I reach back out to him. He was really cool. He's like one of the main uh, evangelists. I forgot his name. Um, but there's also Desiree was another one that was there. And, but yeah, they helped us do that little port to windows, uh, windows 10. Yeah, if you that was the deal. If you ported, if you went up to the little porting lab and made one of your uni projects run on Windows 10, you'd get a free Windows phone. Yeah, and, and get entered into Win a Surface or something. And the process was really seamless, actually. So you know, <laughs> for us, it was. There was other people in there pulling their hair. Yeah, That's I had true. no problem. Yeah, exactly. I think I think the, their main, I guess, the main issue was if you're porting. And you have a lot of plugins, a lot of third-party yeah. plugins that you know that's not really supported on uh, you know, Windows, Windows 10. 10 right now. So, and some of this custom, I did have problems with GoKit worked fine, but I had some problems with because what I did, I did my little stay frosty demo, so I had problems with some of my snow textures and stuff. There are these complicated things porting in. I'm sure I could have fixed it if, but it worked fine. I had more trouble not having a mouse and having to use trackpads and the services. I felt like an old man. How do you work this thing? How does this work? It's a magic tablet. (laughs) But it worked. It was fun. So we got a free phone that we can mess around with, a Windows phone. Yeah. Again, Zach getting his free stuff. Yeah, you know me. (laughs) But wait, there's free stuff? I'll be up there in a second. (laughs) And then we just went and talked around and talked to people because we talked to a lot of more people. Because like we said before, there's a... Maybe we didn't. This year, I can't remember. Last year, they basically had some booths and some stuff outside in the lobby. But this year they had like a full on expo hall and it was super cool because um, it, it, they just had a bunch of stuff, a bunch of vendors. We talked to Perforce people. We talked to, you know, Microsoft people. We talked to Eddie in the middle. They had kiosks of people from different sections of unity. Like Edward and I had a great conversation with the guys, the evangelists that worked on the every, every play. Right. Yes. And that's like the cool, we might, we might do an interview with them because they would, that's a neat uh, playback video playback of you know stuff you can easily integrate in your games which is really neat um so we we talked to a lot of people eduardo talked to a lot of oh, yeah. and shout out to <laughs> alex Everybody. smith who we, we yeah, yeah, met know. the first day adam smith. adam smith yeah adam smith that we talked oh. to my bad for messing that up <laughs> adam smith we had a lot of great conversations i saw him like twenty thousand times throughout the whole yeah. conference he's a really cool guy too so yeah yeah i and, want to say greatness to to adam he's an awesome guy yeah he really is oh so, um, yeah yeah, we didn't talk about that on the show at all. We just talked about the talks, I don't think. We're repeating ourselves, I'm sorry. But also shout out to just the fans and stuff we talked to the whole yes, time. Yes, Jonathan was there. Who else did we see? We saw Ryan. Ryan, yes. All these people. We we the, immediately, and Yuri, we immediately got there and registered and walked in just to look around. And somebody came up and shook my hand. He's like, I just want to thank you guys for the show. We all had our Debug Log t-shirts on. It was like, oh, I listen to your show all the time. I was like, thank you. <laughs> this is really weird. Yeah, yeah. And then we literally we were leaving there to go eat dinner, and 
OB and I are walking in the bathroom. I don't know. All right. Now you don't have to tell all the, all the <laughs> <Yeah>. details. <laughs> well, Andrew was in there for a long time. Let's just say no, <laughs> <laughs> But we are, we are walking towards the bathroom and out from behind us as if it was Ryan. All right. And we go, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? And I thought it was Eduardo or Zach doing it. Yeah, yeah. And we turn around and it's just somebody else named Ryan who was awesome. He, and he talked to us like, oh, I love your show. And he's the one that invited us to that mixer we already talked yeah, about. Yeah, so well, thanks too. for that, Ryan. Because that's we also met a lot of cool people there at the mixer, too. I think I met um, right. uh, Mar- Marjorie and her uh, husband, uh, Lane, who actually have an asset on the asset store uh, for physics that I kind of shared with you guys already. He gave us a free <laughs> asset key. So thanks for that, Lane. Uh, but yeah, so we just met a lot of really cool people, a lot of skilled developers at that mixer, too. So. Again, thanks for that, Ryan, and, and for all the people that we met. So it's really cool. Yeah. yeah I, mean, I, I also want to say hi to Sahid. Yeah. The, um, yeah. The, the guy from, from Microsoft who they actually had a booth in the, in the expo room. And he was awesome. He was like, are you Eduardo? I listened to all your uh, episodes and read your posts and, uh, on Facebook because he's, <laughs> he's part of one of the <laughs> Facebook groups. Oh, man, that made my day. It, it was awesome. Yeah, it was really wild to be there and see all the people. I, I mean, it wasn't we were getting swamped. It was just 10 or 15 people that have listened to the show. But that's crazy to us because we did started this now, I guess it's 10 weeks ago, two or three months ago. And to have that many people like actually come up to us at a place where, I mean, hundreds of miles from our house and start talking to us about our show, the thing we do and just say they love it. And then the people that hadn't heard about it and we just talked about what we did, they all were super enthusiastic. Everybody we talked to from Unity just in passing, we talk, yeah, we do the show, blah, blah, blah. And like, that sounds amazing. You want to come on and talk? It's like, yes, absolutely. That would be amazing. So again, we were blown away. We doubled down on how much we were blown away by just the coolness of the community there. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. We got our first I, present too. Jonathan. Oh, yeah, yeah. Duck. Cheers to Jonathan. Yeah, we, we had a long discussion about uh, version control. We talked about it pretty much every version control system that we that's out there. And it, and it was really cool to just, you know, hear what he's going through and then, you know, some of the experiences that we have with version control. And I think we, we sort of came to a good conclusion about what, you know, some directions he could take or the steps he could take to, you know, clear that up. And also Perforos was actually at the... They had a booth there at Unite, so I think he went down there and talked to them as well because they were had that Perforce Helix, um, yeah. which I don't think we mentioned on our version control episode, but um, I know Zach actually went down to talk to them too. Yeah, we talked to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was good. It's like you can manage your Git stuff inside of Perforce, which is interesting sounding. So yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, we we also talked to um, James Martin. <laughs> he was oh, yeah. mm-hmm. James. James James dem- there. Yeah, his Mova cab in, in the exposition room and well everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So everybody we've had on the show that was there, we saw, we talked to Mark too. So very cool. Yeah. So let's talk for the um, fans and our listeners. And now let's talk about the interviews that we get for the show, because uh, I'm pretty sure they will love this. So oh, yeah. we talked to, yeah. We Eduardo talk- just wants to brag. Right yeah, now, exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Go ahead. Do don't it. take the excitement. <laughs> You're the MVP of the, the show. Go do it. <laughs> yeah, we talked to um, Clive Donny. He's the um, Unity's CMO, and um, he agreed to come to the show and talk about Made with Unity. It's a um, a new initiative initiative that they have to promote the um, the games and developers, so it's easier for gamers to come and and play. Um, games made in Unity. Yeah. We also talked to Pete Moss. Um, they call it Unity's VR dude. And we're going to talk about, uh, of course, VR, but more in depth, 
not like um, the episode that we did. Like, I think it's episode number six. Right, guys? That episode was shit. Don't think about that episode. <laughs> no, 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 no. That, that, that episode <laughs> was awesome. I liked it a lot. And it's, oh, that's how Adam found one us. One of our best episodes. But yeah, so. uh, in this one, the idea is to make it more in-depth and actually talk more about the Unity HoloLens because actually uh, Pete presented the HoloLens in the, in the keynote. And that was actually the first time is they had a, HoloLens has been anywhere in any kind of public presentation outside of that. That's true. Conference. That's true. Outside of also E3, I guess, too. So very cool. Yeah. Um, we also um, talked to Eric Jewell. He's the Unity Director of Development of Networking. So I'm pretty sure he will have um, good insight in, in the new, um, how was it called? Unit? Yeah. yeah, Unit. Unit and, and their multiplayer services. Um, who else? Unity Analytics guys. Yeah, we talked to Angelo Ferro, and um, he said that he will talk to to John Cheng, who was the presenter in the in the keynote, who said uh, who presented the Unity Analytics and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Uh, but that's going to be for December, I think, because they're really right. busy now, and you know all these guys have a, a really tight schedule. I mean, if you, if you, if you, I mean, you can even boil it down to like, if you watch that keynote, cause the keynote's on YouTube now, they're actually starting to put some of the talks on YouTube as well. But besides a guy, there's a guy from Ubisoft showed Laura Croft go or something or Lara Croft go or whatever. But Lord. everybody besides that dude has agreed to come on our show <laughs> or no, except for the Rigatello, but we did talk to him, yeah. but we talked to everybody in the keynote, which is really cool. Yeah, yeah. All the big CTO too, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we talked to a bunch of people. Also, Nicole Lazaro, which is um, a psychologist and a developer. Oh, yeah, she, she had some cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she has her, her own company. We talked to Oscar Clark, who's an evangelist that resides in, in England. And he has also given some uh, webinars and stuff like that. Uh, we also talked to uh, Finn Saber from uh, Portalarium, uh, you know, the Richard Garriott guy that we actually met the first year, our first Unite, which is last year in Seattle. And he was really cool. He has a lot of, actually, he's like three companies that he's, you know, he has started, um, you know, in addition to working for Portalarium and the Avatar of the Shroud. Uh, and we're hoping to get him on the show as well and, and do col- some collaboration there. Uh, yeah, they're based in Austin. They do the Unity Meetup groups in Austin. Yeah, yeah, So, so. A lot of cool people. I mean, we literally have like 20 people said they come on the show. Seriously. So we should have a lot of good interviews. And these aren't just like normal. And we talked to normal developers there too that we want to have on the show too. Yeah. This, like the guys. That, that, that showcase room. But don't know. That'll be our game of the week. Don't. Oh, okay. Don't spoil that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But anyways. Yeah. So Eduardo did good. He was out there. Well. Everybody did good. Everybody did. out there. Come on. I did a good job drinking guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it was it was a fun time overall, you know, inside and outside of Unite, just hanging out with everyone. Uh, that, was, yeah. that was really cool. We had bonding time. We saw our pictures. Thank our you, 90s. Ryan, for not being there because you would have wasted, oh, messed it all up. He's crying right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, now this year will be different, right? Oh, yeah. You haven't told everybody about your news yet. Are we, are we gonna, am I going to spill that on this episode? You can wait. I can yeah. wait. You can tease I'll, it. I want to be episode. there. I want to be there. That's why we didn't. Are you going to go to a day? Okay, we'll tease. Yeah, we'll Turn just in, tease. Tune in next week. Tune in next week. <laughs> same bat time, same bat channel. <laughs> and then we'll, <laughs> uh, then we'll tease. But anyways, okay, so we'll move on then. Um, yeah, we can't leave without the special time, guys. Somebody's got to do it. Eduardo said he wants to do it now. Oh, what? All right, let's go, Eduardo. Okay. We're listening. <laughs> let's do <laughs> it.
Music, Go. please. Eduardo always wants some kind of intro music. <laughs> some kind of drum roll. Exactly. He got so much fanfare. Look at him. All right. Oh my Go ahead, That's my dream, guys. I want to be a celebrity. And then I'm going you to be are. the next Iron Man, like Iron Man 6. Yeah. <laughs> this is getting After really Robert geeky. Donnie Jr. <laughs> Eduardo, just do, the, just do the jingle. <laughs> okay, let's do it. Game of the week. There you go. There you go. <laughs> that is Woo. hilarious. All right. So yeah, now let's talk, now we can talk about in the showcase where we met some developers and we played our game of the week this this week. Right? Yeah, Who was that? That was really good. Zach. Sorry, what? About it? <laughs> our game. Cluster Puck. Cluster I, I was ninety nine. Apologize. Oh, Zach was sleeping. Oh, I, I forgot we were recording. <laughs> but yes, we did play Cluster Puck, and it was uh, it was actually a like, I, I think Obina may have offended them. Yeah, they gave because, me so uh, much shit. I was, I was busy. <laughs> I was busy trying to give them compliments, and then every time I said something, it was like, oh, well, because you're like, you know, I, Obina, I, I this is the end of the day. Hey, it was I mean, you put the, end the of- I guess in front of. It's that's true. Fun. That's true. I, but I say I guess on pretty much everything. That's the problem. And then they were like, what happened is that it, we played the game, and it's like a four player thing. So like PHL Collective is the name of the company. Yeah. And it's a multiplayer kind of sort of like Rocket League, sort of like these other. No, it, it's fun it's more like uh, hockey things. Like yeah, like NHL '99. Yeah, I mean Blades of Steel. They compare to the Blades of Steel. Yeah, <laughs> but um, and so we played it, and you know, Obina, this is towards the end of the day. He hadn't had his nap. Was, <laughs> a little cranky. And we played it, and he just like, guys, that's really it's great. I said it's. Really I was like, fun. it's really good. I, I like it. I hope. But I don't think if people are used to your like laid back style, sometimes they're like. Jeez, man, thanks. Oh, yeah, because I remember I said something like, I hope you guys get a lot of sales have or something. a lot of like, success. <laughs> you just kept doing these pauses and sound like you're being ironic. You're like, oh, no. For a sarcastic. <laughs> this is just Obina. Don't worry, guys. He, he likes yeah, it. Yeah, whatever. I mean, not whatever. See, that's the problem. As for the game, though, it was, it was, it was like Thanks, a ton Tom. of fun. You, you're basically these little tiny puck guys and you have a little arrow uh, showing you the direction that you're facing. And there's another puck, and it's bouncing all around. And you, there's, uh, I think there's AI with you as well. And so the objective is to get your puck into the opposite uh, team's goal. But you have all these weird um, like maps, and you can actually fall off the map, and you can check people and knock them off the puck, and actually force them off the map too. So it was like, it was very engaging. And uh, actually, one of the things that they said is that you know you have a fun game when after work you just go and start playing that game. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So actually, one of them is like just murdering us. He was so good at it. Yeah, like, yeah really I played us. <laughs> so it's actually a perfect game. It's on right now. It's on Steam, and actually, they are on Xbox. So they got there in the whole idea at Xbox program, which that's what we want to get them on the show to talk about the whole process that took mm-hmm. to get into the store for independent developers. But we definitely this is a game we need to add to our extra life queue. Because yeah. it's a fun multiplayer game where we can all cuss at each other and stuff. Yeah. It was definitely really, really a really lot fun, of cussing. Yeah. <laughs> I think what? every time I turned around, I fell off the bridge. I'm like, shit, shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> so, yeah, go check it out. It's on Steam. Something we have the, show, we'll have the, note, the links in the show notes. All right. I don't, this is really weird. I don't know how awkward getting back into this. We took so much time. We off. did take a lot of time off. Jeez, <laughs> it's just two weeks. But I mean, but it felt like something we've been like doing forever. every day. Exactly. I blame Eduardo. 
Because I remember when we came back, we were like, it feels like <laughs> I feel like I miss debug log. I miss it so much. Even though we, yeah. even though while we were there, we still talked and did a couple of recordings. But still, it was. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, we were there literally for a week, you know, doing debug log stuff and other true. stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we just it was like vacation because it was so much fun. Yeah, so. Yeah. Very cool. So well, if, if it if you haven't put it in your heads yet, next time you know plan for Unite 2016. Make sure you plan for it. It's going to be amazing. It's always yeah, it's, it can only get bigger because it's all, it was bigger this year. It, well, it was much bigger it. this year. Yeah, it was crazy. So here's hoping it's in Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so cool. All right. Well, in the meantime, if you want to get in touch with us and kind of join our community, we have a Facebook group, the Debug Lounge where we are building the same type of community. Like we talked about, we talked to Jonathan, other people, James, Mm -hmm. other people, I think Ryan's in there now. A lot of people there that we talked about today are in the debug lounge and they, we talk to them every day. We have people asking questions. Christian's asking a lot of questions. He started feeling guilty. He's like, no dude, keep asking questions. Yeah. 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 He's like, like, this is the last thing. He's like, like, yeah, no, no, keep them coming. That's what this is for. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Definitely helps us. It helps the community. Every time you ask a question, people are running through those things the same way you are. So it's good to be constantly asking those questions. Yeah. Or sometimes it's not that they have the same problems, but they will after they release something. Like I remember um, Christian asked a question about uh, the release process with Apple and I haven't done that yet, but I will when I release the hangman. So that was uh, a good question for me. Yeah, and so now that we're going to get back into that full force, now they're all back and ready to get down to business. Business. But check that out. You, if you to join the debug lounge, you go to our website at thedebuglog.com. And um, I almost forgot what our website address was. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's not <laughs> hard to go there. <laughs> you go there and, and sign up for our newsletter, The Loop, which we'll probably have a new version soon. <laughs> And <laughs> and then we'll do that, and then or just request to join on Facebook and get some there. And it's a lot of fun. Uh, the loop, yeah, true story. So, yeah, it's a true story. Yes, yes. In the meantime, on Twitter, I'm at Andrew underscore Curry. It's C U R R I E. I'm at O Beans. That's O with an H, Beans with a Z. I Trick forgot it, mine. <laughs> Eduardo <laughs> CF1989. Come on, Eduardo. How do I know this? Thank you, Rita. <laughs> and I don't have one. My sensei. Can I say yours, Zach? I said it on the other show. <laughs> Zach's at. <laughs> 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 All right. <laughs> Too much fun now. <laughs> but cool. Yeah. So check it out. We have some cool episodes coming up. Back to some good content. Like we said, we should be getting much more frequent with our interviews and some big hitters in these interviews, too. So be sure to check out and subscribe in your podcast player. Sure. Junk. All right. Well, anyways, it was fun, guys. Till next time. My name's Andrew. I'm Obino. Zach. Oh, oh, you try to steal. I try to jump in. <laughs> Zach, are you sleeping again? <laughs> no, I jumped. I tried to jump Obina and he nobody noticed. So he got me, I think. All right, and that's a door. Yeah, I know. See you <laughs> Bye. <laughs>
that, someone's that's an American. Dog? No, no, no. That's, no, no, that's bad. <laughs> you no, took bad forever. Bad. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'm the one and only. Eduardo. <laughs> <laughs> Eduardo drink He's been drinking something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That was good. Well done. That was good. <laughs> we got to figure out what next one I'm Eduardo. <laughs> Eduardo. Eduardo. <laughs> <laughs>